Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Rudy. Today is September, uh, sorry, February. 24, the time is about 11.30 p.m. Radian PC has been conducting conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any question, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let us know that you're a newcomer and put your camera on. In the chat, let us know that you're a newcomer. If you're a newcomer, let us know. Ryan? Uh, hi. Hey, Rahul. Uh, I had a question about uh, I-485J. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm switching employer based on the downgraded EAD, uh, downgraded EB from EB2 to EB3 and getting the EAD. Uh, but the employer is kind of uh, not, they don't do that or they don't know about the process. It's a well-known company, but they don't do I485J. So is is that an issue? Or so not- so wait, wait, wait a minute. So you want to upgrade to EB2 right now, is it right? Uh, no, no. I downgraded from EB2 to EB3, got my EAD, uh, and mm-hmm. switching to a new employer based on this EAD. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of companies, though, the well-known companies, what they're trying to do is only if there's an RFE, they will issue a 485J supplement, though. And if there is an interview, they will issue the 485J supplement. It's not recommended, but we haven't seen any problem with that. So you think it's okay to join even if they don't? I would join you if I were you. Okay. And then if later, like you said, during the interview, then uh, then at that... If there's an interview, at, at that time, they will have to give a 485J supplement. Okay. Got it. Thank you so much for your input. Next person, please. Kiran? Hi. Uh, hi, Rahul. This is... Uh... Kiran, uh, I have uh, this question. Um, I downgraded, uh, I applied for AOS, I downgraded my EB2 to EB3 in October 2020. Uh, I'm still with the same employer. I have new opportunity to change the jobs to- What is your priority date? Uh, June 2014. Okay. And I have this offer, new job, and this, uh, I want to switch, switch to new employer. When I switch to new employer and my EB2 becomes current, can I interfile with my new employer? Nope, you cannot. That I-140 doesn't belong to the new employer. My old employer is still supporting, even if I go to the new employer, can I interfile with my old employer? Uh, 
I was asking, uh, my my old employer is still still supporting. Can I interfile with my old employer if I even if I'm not working? Absolutely. Sorry, I got uh, I did mute it. Uh, you can absolutely file with the old employer. Not a problem at all. So the one eighty day rule does not apply even if I am not working with the new old employer. One eighty day rule is only after you apply the four eight five J supplement with old employer though. I don't know what you mean by one eighty day rule. Yes, sir. Like you know, if I if I'm working with a new employer and my old employer, your old employer can still file the four eight five J supplement even though you're not working for that company. Okay. Thank you, sir. Next person, please. Priyanka. Priyanka. Sai. Hi, Rahul. Thank you for taking my call. So, uh, I, I'm with the same employer all along for 11 mm -hmm. years. So, uh, in 2014, my EB2 I-140 got approved. The priority date is April 2013, okay? So, in October uh, 2020, uh, I have uh, downgraded. Downgraded, yes. And in May, I upgrade. Uh, last year, I, I premium processed my I-140 EB3 and I got it approved. Uh, mm -hmm. In June, um, I, I got promoted as a manager and uh, they basically uh, filed a new 485J and ported the job. I mean, the reason for doing that was at that time, EB3 was current and we thought this will give traction to the case in Texas Service Center. That did not happen. So fast forward now, now we have the situation of uh, EB2 to interfile or to refile or whatnot. So my uh, employer's lawyer, uh, they're saying that they will interfile, but they will uh, select the option in 485J that says, uh, you know, uh, porting using AC21 and uh, they will use uh, the form very similar to what they did last year and then uh, you know put a letter to interfile and send it uh, will it work for interfile uh, i am not sure that's why i wanted to double check yeah that looks to be so you you just want to upgrade to eb2 right now i just want right? to move the link to eb2 uh, and yeah. uh, but just going it uh, going by what USA has said and the spirit of needing a 485J at the time of interfile looks like they need to confirm the bona fide job, not the uh, porting, right? Can we say we are porting uh, and select that second option in 485J at the beginning and then still ask for interfile because uh, that defeats the purpose of uh, the 180 day rule and uh, all that at the interfile, right? Okay, so instead of they're telling that it's a, it's, it's yes. an existing job, they are telling that it's going to be job portability though. Yeah, so so 485J has two options. I got it, I got it, I'm, I'm looking at it. Um, that's not a wise option, but I still don't feel that it's a problem though. If they do that, they still, because imagine this, if you would have moved to company B, okay? If you move to company B, can company B do the same thing as what they're instead of one A, they pick one B in 485J supplement? They can. So company A, company current company also can do it. I won't do it if I were your lawyer, but instead of not doing anything, I'm going to still do the 485J supplement and file it with one B. Okay. 
Thank you, Rahul. Ahmad? I can't hear you, Mr. Khan. Sorry, I was on mute. Can you hear me now? Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you, Rahul, for giving this opportunity. Yeah, actually, I'm calling from India. Uh, I'll just mm -hmm. explain my case to you. Uh, I was in US for five years. I came back in uh, 2009 around and I have a I-140 approved with a priority date of around uh, of 2006, year 2006. So for some personal reasons, I didn't travel back, but now I have a prospective employer who's willing to uh, do a H1 transfer based on the I-140. And he's telling uh, the priority date also can be carried over. Uh, right now, I think the priority date is way, way uh, mm -hmm. over the 2006 year. So of I course. just want to know, yeah, just wanted to know, uh, will this route work of a H1 transfer with the I-140? Uh, and uh, the uh, when he files the I one new I one forty again, uh, can I retain the priority date? Uh, so that's I, I don't see any problem in it. I don't no see any problem. problem in it. No. Oh, okay, and even the H one transfer should work with the approved I one forty. There is a chance they may only give one year H one B. That's the only problem I have with you. Okay, but still based on the I one forty, I can go for. Uh, extensions on the h1 right till the 485 is approved yeah it could be that they won't give it three years they may give a one-year extension still. all right all right thank you Rahul. thank you very much next person please Ian? okay hi rahul this is arpit uh, actually i have a question like i am currently on h1b and my mm -hmm. I-140 is also approved, but it is not uh, more than of 180 days. And, but I have a new employer, I have a job offer. So can I switch uh, to new employer uh, and uh, if my transfer is approved and after my transfer is approved, my older employer uh, withdraws the I-140, there will be any issue with the H-1B transfer, which is already approved. And how long you have had the H-1B now? It is uh, two months only. So you just got the H-1B only two months ago? No, no, no. H-1B is more than uh, seven years. I am in the current seven years of H-1B. And you have any previous I-140 approval? Uh, no. If the H-1B is already approved though, they will not come and revoke the H-1B. But if the H-1B is not approved, the I-140 has been revoked, you won't get the H-1B approval. Okay, but if my transfer is approved before they withdraw... Before they revoke it, you're fine. I'm fine with the new H-1 transfer. Right, that, right. But then the company, you cannot move from that company to another company. You cannot extend the H-1B up from that company. Okay. Okay. So there, there is any provision like the, the new company can fire in cap exempt? After you are cap years? exempt. After three years, no. Uh, you're not, you have to have an I-140 with the new company. Otherwise, you'll be kicked out of the country. Okay, got it. I would suggest though, you came all the way, you struggled it. 
Yeah. You didn't took care of your green card for six years, and finally you took care of it. You came all the way right now, and then now you want to gamble there, really? Yeah, that is the thing. Actually, there's a new dream job, so I'm just your dream job. Yeah, it's dream for me too. I'll book a Ferrari in your name. Don't don't try to feed the immigration lawyers. Okay, they're not nice guys. Try to protect yourself. Next person, please. I mean, that is really not a good. Even if somebody is paying you three times, I wait. Wait for six months. Next okay. person, please. Thank you. Thank you very much. Katyusha. Uh, actually, uh, I um, I have come to the US in. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, I have come to the US in 2019 June, and uh, I got H4 EAD in uh, January 2020. After that, uh, I have applied. For, one of the employer has applied for H1 in, and it got approved in November 20 November 2020. Uh, so later on, I got a job offer. In April 2021, uh, and that employer. Wait, 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 when when uh, when did you get the H-1B approval? Uh, November 2020. You got and it with the with the I-94 or without I-94? Uh, with the I-94. Okay, and then. Um, and then in April 2021, I got a job offer. From one of the company, and they told so that. So, what were you doing not... between November two thousand twenty to April two thousand twenty-one? Actually, I did not get the job, uh, and uh, I was not knowing that my status has changed from H one, uh, sorry, from H four EAD to H one, and I joined to uh, another company in twenty twenty. You need to you need to put the phone off. You need to put the phone off, and you have to have a consultation, ma'am. Because you violated the status from November 2020 to April 2021, and you continue to violate because you didn't correct it yet. Okay. Next person. Kiran. Uh, yeah, because you violated the status, it has to be corrected, ma'am. I can't discuss with you in the in the Zoom conference call. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'll I'll contact. Kiran. Hello. Hello. Yes, go ahead, sir. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Rahul, for taking my call. I have a question. I opened a service request with USCIS on uh, February fifteenth. For what? Uh, for outside processing time. And what visa? What is the outside four, processing? Four eighty five application. When did you file the four eighty five? November of twenty twenty. It's not outside the processing time. Uh, my application is at uh, is at NBC, and they said that they follow the field of. Okay, but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, though. So my question is that I got a response from my field office in Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, can I assume that my application is at uh, is at the field office at this time? What did what did the response came in from? Uh, the, they said they said that they are looking into the case and uh, they sh uh, should be hearing hearing back. Uh, now you cannot certainly say that it's in the in the local office yet. Okay. All right. Thank you, Rahul. That's okay. All. Thank you. Next person, please. Service. Hi. Um, so I have my I seven nine seven approved um, until mid of twenty twenty two. And is that a H one? Is that H one B? Yes, it's an H one B. But the visa on my passport expired in August of twenty twenty one. Now, 
when I entered the country in March of 2020, they gave me an I-94 until my visa expiry and not until my 797 approval. So I'm at a position right now where I have um, stayed in the country after I-94 expiration for more than 180 days, but I have a valid 797 that says my I-94 is um, valid until mid of 2022. Like what options do I have? You need to put the phone off and then you need to have a consultation. You violated the status. There is, then you need to take some corrective action immediately. Okay. Okay. Consult a lawyer immediately. Okay. Next okay, person, thanks. please. Vijay. Hi, Rahul. Uh, Vijay here. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I just attended this meeting for the first time. So, can we file multiple H1B applications uh, with a, a different employers? year of 2022 no you cannot that's illegal that's crime and there will be there are a lot of prosecutions that are going on with the companies there are a lot of people who are getting misrepresentation getting kicked out of the country these people don't i can't put them on the video and put them on but the people who are getting the approvals they are keeping on going announcing the things though a lot of these companies are operating from india putting an agent here they're making money. I do not recommend that you fall into any of those traps. Next, if it's a Facebook and Google both filing, I'm fine with it. Next person, please. So it's a, and you can come. It's not you can complain. I if it's not consultancy, if it's Facebook and Google, if it's any fan companies, Microsoft, Facebook, okay. Google, those companies, that's fine. Even if the sec, okay. if all of them have. If two companies, the two companies have to be fan companies. If not, I don't trust them. Next person, please. Thank you. Nara? Hey, Rahul. Uh, my name is Sri. Uh, quick question. My priority date is uh, May 15th, uh, 2013 under EB3. It's not a downgrade. It's a straight EB3. Uh, and I filed uh, 485. In 2020, got the approval, uh, got my EAD for me and my wife in uh, last year, June 2021. Uh, it's a MSC application receipt number. And uh, my wife is also on her own H1B, but started using EAD uh, that got through my application from November of 2021. But, uh, uh, but she also has her I-140 I with a priority date of uh, June 2012 under EB2 from previous employer. So can she go and file I-485 because hers is current now in, and include me as the co-applicant? You said your wife is starting using the EAD application from which time is she trying to use the EAD? Uh, from November of 2021. Does she have the H-1B approval? She has a H-1B approval. She is working on H-1B from the last uh, 12, 13 years. But right now, does she have H-1B approval? Yes. What do you mean by she's using the EAD? Can you explain it to me? Uh, she's working H-1B on a current employer, but uh, she opened her own company through the EAD, and then she worked, and she's doing part-time through her own company. But you EAD. can do one thing. You can close the company right now, let okay. her fly to Mexico and come back. Okay. And file the 485 application for her and for you. Okay. 
So without going out of the country, she can't file 485 under her application? No, because she started working on the EAD though. So once you are in adjustment of status, you cannot file one more adjustment of status. So you must be in a non-immigrant status. Okay. So even okay. though she has her own, not, nothing through mine, she can't do it through her own application. She has to go I would not, I would, yeah. I would not recommend that she do. She can close the company. She can just step out to Mexico and come back on H-1B. That's easy. It's called automatic revalidation. She doesn't need any stamping. Well, she doesn't need stamping. Okay. No, sir. It's called automatic revalidation. I'm going to give you the link for it. What does that mean? She still ha has a H-1B, still has a job. She can still go yes. and come back. Okay. Okay. But not advisable to file. No. Strongly suggesting. No, no, sir. No, sir. Okay. Thank you. Next Rahul. person, please. Shankar. Purnima. Anybody who's a newcomer, guys, please let us know your newcomer and put your camera on. Go ahead, Purnima. Yeah, thank you for giving me this opportunity. Uh, actually, I'm working on H4 EAD, which is soon expiring on March 12, 2022. Uh, but fortunately, my fresh H1B got approved yesterday. Now, my but it was filed with consular processing, for which I need oh, to get come on. Why would you file consular processing? Yeah, I have fought with my employer, but uh, they have denied saying I have I don't have a six months validity for EAD H4 EAD. And they have to file for with consular processing. Looks like my audience have better knowledge than the immigration lawyers. Okay. <laughs> so now the thing is, my question is, uh, I have the approval, H1B approval. Uh, can I just go to Mexico and get the visa stamped and come back? You have to get an appointment with Mex U.S. consulate in Mexico. They are not promoting the third country nationals anymore now. Oh. Okay. So you will have to go to India to get the stamping. You can still file a change of status right now. Is that a possible solution? Yeah, yeah, you can. How do I do that? Can Can you help me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, your company has to contact us though to do it. You can't do it by yourself. Okay, so it is possible to do a change of uh, status. Absolutely, it is possible. You can move to H4 to H1. You can file a premium processing, yes. You can do that instead of going and stamping, okay? No, but uh, H1 is already approved. Even then, I, I You told the... me that. You told me that, yes. So, uh, one other question, a uh, quick question. Will I be eligible for Dropbox appointment if I go to India? You are eligible for Dropbox appointment if you go to India, yes, ma'am. So, I have a H1B denial in uh, uh, for this same employer in 2019. I don't think that will uh, cause any restriction. Denial for what? Lottery? Not lottery, H-1B uh, application denial. I didn't get the approval, but it was denied. Yeah, that's fine, ma'am. You can still go, but it, it seems to be a, for me, are you working for the company? Yeah, the same company I'm working for. Yeah, you're still eligible for the Dropbox, ma'am. Okay. Next person. Thank you so much. Mohan? If you're a newcomer, you have to put the camera on, guys. Otherwise, we won't know you're a newcomer. Mohan, go ahead. Hi, uh, Rahul. Uh, I'm a newcomer. Um, so I'm on H1 on 797. It's expiring in this year, September 2021. And uh, I'm planning to go to India 
for travel. The thing is, I am planning to travel September during... September 2021 or September 2022? Oh, sorry, 2022. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I'm planning to travel during summer, which means in the month of June and July, which means I only have two months left uh, until my 797 expires. My employer doesn't file until a month before, which means that I'm almost in the border of like travel uh, without the 797 approval. So I have like two options. Can I go to Mexico now to get it stamped or do I have to go to India? First of all, you go to Mexico, uh, you go to Mexico, they're not welcoming third country nationals anymore right now. They're very rarely giving appointments for third country nationals. They're canceling the appointments though. Oh. The other thing is, the other thing is that if you go in June or July, you tend to get a 221G. They will wait until September and then they'll say you don't need any visa. And did you file the labor and I-140 with some company, mm -hmm. uh, that company that you have? Uh, where, yes. What is your priority date? Uh, 2016. I would move out of that company though, because that company is treating you very bad. Mm -hmm. Right now, the demand in IT is so high this company is not a good company. I mean, why would they file it the last one month? That's, I don't understand it. Yeah, it's yeah, always pre processing. So yeah, they, they could always do print processing before itself. So I would strongly recommend to move out of the company though. I mean, don't go to Mexico, don't go to India. If you want to go to India right now, not in, in, in April, May okay. or June, uh, or Mexico, they're not giving appointments. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Abhishek. Hey, hi. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. I just have one quick question, actually, on my wife's behalf. Uh, so my wife's L2 EAD was, um, uh, it actually expired in November last year, along with my L1A visa, uh, but our extensions were filed. The only question that I have now is, uh, my green card application was also filed in the month of July. Uh, July 2021. And as per that, our EADs were also filed individually for both of us. My question is because her um, L2 is your, e yeah. are you an EB1C category? Uh, EB1B, I'm on L1A. Is it EB1B or EB1C? E EB1B uh, because uh, it's like international manager. No, that's EB1C. Oh, EB1B okay. is outstanding this picture. Okay. Is but it approved? Uh, no, sir. It was filed in July. My priority date is July 2nd, 2021. Uh, we, okay, we keep going. EADs. Yeah. Okay. So the question is, uh, my wife's L2 EAD, which we filed like sometime in 2019, it, uh, has expired, obviously along with my visa. But our um, GC-based EADs have been filed. So the only question is, can my wife really continue to work based on the no. new law? No. Um, under the new law, your wife must have the I-94, which is extended which is not extended though. No, correct. The second, yeah, second thing is that the GC EAD is different and this EAD is different though. You didn't file a GC EAD extension. You just barely filed the GC EAD. So technically she cannot work right now. Okay, but um, can she work if we file her L2 EAD extension now? I know we didn't do it before it expired, but can we do it now? Because the extension said that, or the new law said that she can work for 180 days before she can get her extension approved. EAD extension approved. Yeah, it has to be filed before the extension is expired. So we cannot do it right now? No. You can oh. file it, but she cannot work. 
got it okay okay um uh, one more question i have i'm not sure if you can answer that too right now um so as i told you about my green card my ead is going to come soon but the thing is my employer doesn't really move my i9 to ead they still prefer it to keep it on uh, l1a status um until unless i get my l1 rejected extension rejected for example or i get my gc so my question was if they don't move my i9 my current employer who has filed my green card uh can i still do a second job or start my own business using that ead you can i don't see any problem with it but i don't want you to use ead until the ed1ci140 is approved though oh so only after i140 is approved because there is always a doubt about ed1ci approval so if you use the ead then you kick out the l1 and that's going to create a problem yeah if your company doesn't do it it doesn't matter if the okay. company doesn't move to i9 you can always go and do another job okay okay so but you are saying that i still sh- should not go for the second job until unless my i140 gets approved doesn't matter that I is right that okay. is right ne- next person please sai yeah hi rahul thank you this is my first time i've been listening to you for a long time but so my priority date is uh may 31st 2011 and i downgraded i have my approved i140 ead and ap so i used the ead for traveling back to india last week like you know i went on a vacation came back so now question is uh, you know i can only interfile because i i cannot do a new eb2 filing right because i've used the ead um so, yeah, so if i do the interfile my my question is can i uh, will the clock for 180 days restart if i want to move the employers Can you hear me? Why? Why are you? In, why are you interfiling? Why are you refiling? Your prior date is current in both. Right. So I'm waiting in EB three now, right? Uh, and then yeah, but a- your prior date is current in EB three also right now. Yes. Why do you need to interfile? Why do you need to refile? So you just recommend just wait and on in EB three. Yeah. At this point of time, because interfiling definitely is not working at all. We don't know. Not a single guy ever got a receipt notice. um so what's the purpose of interfiling and what's the purpose of refiling your eb3 is current eb2 is current too so i would not do anything right now okay and the second question is like if i if my wife opens the llc on uh, using her ead can and, i and what's your what's your prior date again one more time may, may 31st 2011 oh damn that was only one month um um yeah i mean it should be current continuously for you for a long period of time because right. most of the people have filed until may 1st 2011 they filed under eb2 is right right only from may 1st to may 31st you filed right. in 2000 so there are not many people in that particular one month in eb3 though so i would not do anything for you okay and can i work on my wife's uh, llc that she opened on her ead uh, like while while yeah. i'm still my employer is it in addition to the job main job yes. that you have yes. yeah i don't see yes. any problem with it i don't see any problem with it and one last question i know there's so many people waiting my my cousin yesterday was going through domestic violence and uh, she needs help with the u visa um uh, would you guys um no sunita kapoor google it out s u n i t a k a p o o r okay thank you google it she's a right person our office is not good in that next okay. and last person please priyanka Priyanka 
Ma'am, you have to unmute yourself, ma'am. Suhail? Hi, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead, sir. Yeah. Hi, sir. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, actually, I have, a, uh, I have a situation here, like my EB2 priority date is uh, June 2014. And uh, I'm working with the same company for past 18 years. I was in India with the same company as a project manager. And now I- You see, you mean to say EB2, you did not downgrade the 485 in October of 2020? No, I, actually, they did not approve that uh, downgrade. My Cognizant. Cognizant. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah. So now like I moved to a leadership uh, role and they are ready to do my EB1C. And uh, my companies are only saying this, you are eligible based on the, your company is giving the letter that you are doing the project manager role in India and now mm -hmm. you are leader mm -hmm. role. So mm -hmm. now they're saying everything is good. So just my question is, uh, shall I file for 140 and 485 concurrently or wait for 140 to approve and if it is cognizant, though, they don't file concurrently, they will file I-140, then you will have to come to an outside lawyer to file the 485. Okay, now um, they are saying that, yes, we, we can do concurrently, so just need your your suggestion. Yeah, I, I would do concurrent filing, though, but I would not use the EAD in advance parole until the, advance, until the I-140 is approved. Okay, all right. The reason is that if the I-140 fails, then you will be Nagarka Nagatka. Okay, got it. Okay. And I should keep my EB2 and, and I can, if anything goes wrong, I can use my EB2 once it comes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. If the EB1 gets approved, we're all good to go. Thank yes. you guys for coming. The thank next you. conference thank call you. will be tomorrow at 3.30. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.